0: Aloha, everyone, and welcome to the Hawaii Abroad Podcast. I'm your host, Auntie Max, and my intention is to share the voices and stories of Native Hawaiians that relocated from our homeland of Hawaii. I'm here with Nicole Mendez, also known as Coco. She's a beautiful island girl in her early 30s, originally from Oahu. As a child, she was raised on the windward side of the island in Kane'ohe. Then, during her years of her youth, her family moved to Honolulu. She's an alumnus of Kamehameha School, Kapalama campus, and she's very proud of her Hawaiian heritage. She's also doing very well as a creative and energetic entrepreneur in the digital marketing industry. I'm so excited to be sharing with everyone her journey of how she got to this point in her life as a Native Hawaiian living abroad. Aloha mai koko, and thank you so much for joining me today. And she's actually my niece, if I failed to mention that earlier. She may say that she's my favorite niece, but really, I love all my nieces. So thank you
1: again, Coco, for being here today. Don't don't believe her, everyone. I am the favorite. I'm the first. I'm the favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, with that, before we dive into the questions that I have for you, I want to give you a chance to share with us a little bit about your journey on how you relocated, and how you became now a resident of Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, so this story is, it's,
1: I guess, kind of loaded question, but not really. Um, Initially, I left home uh, to attend school at University of Northern Colorado, Um, but eventually fell in love and met with uh, my husband today and just kind of stayed our journey, stayed in um, the mainland and ended up here in Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: So why relocate away from your homeland and why not go back to Hawaii? Um,
1: so this, <laughs> this is a good question because the funny thing is, so my husband, Leo, he is not native Hawaiian. He actually is uh, Mexican Guatemalan. Um, He's been to Hawaii. And ever since we first got married, he would constantly nag me. uh, Oh, are we going to move back to your home? Because he knew that was that's the ultimate goal. Um, My biggest thing, especially we got married, I'd say fairly young, not super young, but We still weren't in a place where I feel like we were financially fit to be able to live back home. And from someone who was born and raised there, I, and even going into adulthood, I have to say I, I did it. I lived there even on my own, taking care of my bills, having a car, of course, having two jobs, like the majority of us back home. Um, but I couldn't fathom having to do that and be married to the love of my life as well and not get to see him on a day-to-day basis. Uh, Growing up, I seen, I mean, my mom, mom, as you know, did have the privilege for a good amount of time to stay home with us, but that came with a cost. And financially, uh, dad did have a pretty good job, but I have to say they both weren't on the same page with finances. Uh, but that is ultimately, for me, it, it came down to being financially fit to be able not just to move back home, but I want to be able to enjoy my home because I felt like growing up, that was a lost opportunity. And I, being Native Hawaiian, there's so much ties to the island, to the ocean, and I just... You know, for me, my childhood, I didn't feel like or I also seen adults, the adults in my life not embracing uh, being able to live and thrive in our own home. Rather, they just work, go to the next job, work again, take care of us, do chores um, and then just all over again and just kind of went by super quickly. So, yeah, that's. That has to be my biggest reason why I have not been able to go back home yet.
0: So it sounds to me like your heart is back home in Hawaii. And this move wasn't intended to be permanent. You was actually looking toward it being temporary and eventually going back home one day.
1: Yeah, definitely not. Definitely my husband's fault. But (laughs) 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 Um, it even making this decision to, to leave, I battled with it, I have to say, for a good few months. But I had the, I guess, vision back then that this was my only opportunity. If I was to be able to help my community, my people, my family, I would have to make this sacrifice to leave. Um, but the the plan is still to go back home. That's just where my heart is. My I'm very blessed that my husband is on board too. He completely agrees and feels the same, so we are on the same page as far as working towards those goals to be able to not just go back home, but to thrive and to enjoy my home like my ancestors did.
0: My goodness. Like I said, this is my niche, you know, and I'm, I'm learning things when I talk sorry with her. She's such a bright person and yeah, it is hard to, um, go back home, um, at any, any given time. So it does take some time to plan and it sounds to me like you're on the right track.
1: Yeah. I feel even, well, it's been over a decade now since I moved from home. So, uh, You know, and you're young, like a decade seems like a very long time. Mm -hmm. But when you're going through it, um, it really just feels like I blinked my eye. So the fact that now I'm at a point where I do feel like I'm finally gaining traction and um, getting back, well, not back, like on the right track to be able to go back home.
0: Nice, nice, and I'm excited to have you back home when you guys are ready to come home. Mm -hmm. So, my next question is I know, um, you know, being a Kamehameha school grad and you know, the culture that you just love and harness, um, being away from Hawaii, I'm sure that it's probably a little bit more difficult to practice. So I was just wondering, do you practice any culture traditions of any sort and if so why?
1: Most definitely. I uh, <clears throat> so my Olalo I would have to say has suffered the most, but I still have very good friends of mine that we do I mean, with technology nowadays, text messaging And being represented in even just text, having our okinas and kakos and, um, of course, phone calls, FaceTiming. Try, for the most part, um, as far as olelo goes. But other traditions, I do like to trickle them over into my business, for example. Core Values in My Business is based behind our culture cultural values and um that's very that's common to see back home when you're on the island like there are a lot of businesses that that have core values and share that um it's very different when you're on the mainland it's a completely different world and uh people you know are not quite educated on those things so I do incorporate that not only in my business in my marriage in my relationships. Um, But even, (laughs) uh, my husband who's non-Hawaiian also knows how to pray in Hawaiian. Like just things like that, I try to incorporate, but I have to say that's probably to the extent, it's just hard, especially in Las Vegas, this is a desert. So I mean, planting when my, when Papa was here, um, then I had access to dry land, Kalo, and things like that. But he went back home. So don't really have access to those types of things anymore. And I can't... I am guilty of not being in Vegas for five years now. haven't really reached out too much to our community, or Hawaiian community here um, in Las Vegas. It's pretty difficult... Uh, to find and this is just my business hat going on because I am in marketing and advertising and it has to do a lot with that so I have no clue you know what kind of connections I do have cousins and things like that that um are involved but in different manners that I don't uh like really do myself
0: I'm so glad to hear that your husband just embraces our culture. Yeah, especially the food. Yeah, the food. I go to Vegas pretty often throughout the the year, and I'm surprised on how much Hawaiian food there is up there, the places that you can go and get a mixed plate or your poke. Oh, the poke is for die for. That is my weakness. I love my poke in Hawaii or in Vegas. I love poke, right? But that is awesome that he embraces our culture. I'm so glad. yeah. I'm very blessed. Yes, yes. But since you um, brought up that topic about your work and with in digital, digital marketing is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. Well, could you share with us a little bit about it? What is digital marketing? Um. So, essentially, it's marketing.
1: <laughs> um. And I do touch base marketing and advertising, but with an emphasis on the digital world. So social media platforms, paid advertisement, paid social media advertisement, all of that in a nutshell. And um, the backstory of even getting into this type of industry is growing up in Hawaii Aside of us being such a tiny island, you know, there's a lot of really great restaurants, mom and pop shops and things like that. Throughout the years you see them just close down and it's sad because it's a part it's a part of like us and growing up and things like that and just my outside perspective. A lot of it had to do with the marketing and advertising. It couldn't ha it could have been um Business savvy as well, but I truly believe that no matter if you're on a tiny, tiny island, if you're small business, a medium sized business, everything comes down to how you plan out your marketing plan and, and marketing there's, there's a lot uh, deeper into it, which is exactly how you see these big brand companies stay relevant. Because they really dive deep in you know who they are uh, what their commitment is to their audience and who they serve. anyone can actually start a business you don't even have to go to business school to start a business um, but if anything has proven especially going through this pandemic um, the ones that you've seen sus- sustain or thrive or get through the pandemic are those who really took the initiative to focus on their digital presence and that
0: all goes back to marketing definitely definitely and and I think one of the benefits to digital work is that you can do it from anywhere I mean you can be back home in Hawaii or you can be here in Nevada or anywhere in the world just being a beautiful, young, native Hawaiian girl like you, you yeah. can still work <laughs> anywhere you want to. That's That was definitely part of
1: the master plan, um, especially my background is uh, with um, ABA therapy and working with uh, kids with autism. And, you know, one thing I have to say, one huge lesson that I've learned uh Being in the mainland and having to be away from home is it gave me the opportunity to open up my eyes and see how much opportunity there is out there compared to, I want to say my parents who stayed home and very grateful that they raised us at home. Like I would never want to redo that, but I can see how my generation there's so much more like there's so much more you can give to this world and just so much more opportunities to live a fulfilling life it doesn't have to be working two jobs two three jobs just to pay the rent or make decisions to keep the lights on or or like I don't know, pay for your kid's pal league or something like that. You know, I think that's that's actually something that I hold on to because I get homesick a lot. I really get homesick a lot. Um, So when those times I do get homesick, I remember that it could have been different. And there may be people out there listening to this right now that you feel that way, like there has to be so much more to life than having just to work for somebody else and or feel like you're tied down because you're trying to take care of your family you're trying to take care of your kids your kids kids in some cases your parents or grandparents you know Um, so I'm grateful to be able to see that there's a world beyond that and I'm hoping um, especially in any business endeavors that I do to Either spark an interest or or inspire Native Hawaiians because there's <clears throat> I feel like as a people we're so talented, and with all the things that our people have gone through, even going back to the overthrow and um our own language being banned, and you know there's such a disconnect, and it almost can feel like you're Um, we know we're native Hawaiians, but we still don't know how we're supposed to be because we're in such a different world, um, and compared to our ancestors. But I always believe, um, nana ike kumu, right? And in more, I, the deeper English translation I like to use is success leaves clues, and if you look at our monarchy, obviously you guys know by now, I graduated from Kamehameha schools, so my heart really lies with uh, Princess Poahi and the savvy that she had. She, she didn't have her own kids, but I was one of those that reaped the benefits of how she set up, because she knew she wasn't going to be here forever. Um... So just by her and her husband's love for her, uh, being a non-Hawaiian and setting up her estate and a living trust and to be able to give kids like myself an opportunity to do the things that I'm doing today, you know, Nana Ike success leaves clues. But our people being back home and... uh, just with all the trauma that comes from all of that and generations and generations being told not to speak the language being told that our names i mean even my my papa's parents changed his name so that he could have a better a better uh or easier better i don't know what they thought or opportunity in life you know because he's dark He had melanin in his skin, but um, just looking, having all these opportunities now, I hope that this gets to, to others back home and you can see that it doesn't have to stay that way. There are people here to support you, whether it's relocating, staying home or relocating and going back home.
0: Yes, our people are very family-oriented, wouldn't you say? And yes, with Princess Powahi Bishop, um, pretty much we're all part of her family. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for that. So I want to continue our conversation and share with you some data statistics I research and get some feedback from you, Coco. Based on some of my recent research on this topic, Native Hawaiian population of Hawaii has decreased tremendously. Native Hawaiians seem to be migrating away from their homeland of Hawaii. According to the U.S. Census report, which they just did uh, in 2020, which they do every 10 years, yeah? When you compare the numbers from 2010 and 2020, within that short 10-year span, Native Hawaiians decreased 50%. And really, when you look at the overall number, the percentage of Hawaiian, actually Hawaiian Pacific Islanders in Hawaii is only 11% of the whole population in Hawaii. So what's your thoughts about that, Coco? Uh,
1: Initially, ka mahaloa um, But
0: yes very sad
1: <laughs> but also I feel like I'm in a place where hearing those numbers it just makes me push, want to push even harder in the things that I'm doing that my kuleana is not done and no matter, no matter if our bloodlines uh, get watered down we're still here You know, our people are still here and um, everybody's story is different. I know I can say I I have cousins um, who live in Las Vegas as well that absolutely do not see themselves going back home. But um, as for myself and my husband, that's always the plan. Um, I have my beautiful niece back home who is also at Kamehameha, and I for those who feel the same like me that they belong in hawaii where our ancestors are from and they want their next generations to at least have the choice that's the thing what it comes down to uh freedom to me is choices options and um that's all that's all i really want again personally I don't, I am not sure, I'm hoping, I don't know if I'll see it in my lifetime with those numbers changing, but I say before I go, I mean, I might as well go out with a bang, you know, Um, and that whatever um, I do is just planting a seed and hopefully um, it can be, passed on or someone else can take the 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 baton
0: definitely thank you so much for that um well now that we're i think we're going to conclude soon and i kind of just wanted to ask you a little bit after all the discussion that we just had if by chance you had a chance to relocate back home to hawaii um is there anything that you would like to see adjusted um before so y- you can make that leap to jump back home and you know live happily back in our homeland.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I would definitely love I mean this is the ideal case, right? Yes. I'm going to move yes. back home regardless awesome! and if the if there's if there's no change regardless if there's no change or i have to help make the change that's what's going to happen but i would love to see the government be more involved with um just focusing on agricultural issues or um and embracing more jobs because that's what our culture is our people our ancestors we i feel like it's a uh, lie that we listen to that hawaii can only thrive off of tourists i believe that is completely false i believe we are it's proven our monarchy survived as its own place in this world as its own monarchy before you know um believe again believing that lie that all our people is good for is just to work two three jobs and so make the rich richer um you know if you really study how our ancestors how our monarchy you know ran things that was far from the truth far from the truth so i mean like i said it. I don't have to see that change completely before I go back home, but that's what I would love to see, and um, just having the opportunity to educate more Native Hawaiians. If they don't, a, a lot of them think they don't have access or they don't believe. It's just that that lack of confidence, lack of belief that that we can achieve more, but we can. And that's purely based, and I say that as purely based on our, on our cocoa, our, our bloodline. Um, it doesn't matter like what the school tests say, that's not even relevant, you know, in this day and age and how they're teaching our Native kids, uh, which I am very happy. You know, both my brothers went to um, Native Hawaiian charter schools, so they were able to thrive because they were learning not only to live in a modern world, but still having that roots to their, to their culture. Our culture is so beautiful. Our, the kauna behind everything is beautiful. I, I'm hoping that more Native Hawaiians uh, gain this realization and these breakthroughs that we are more than that. And if we look back to our past, it is still relevant to today and even more so because there's so many different ways and education and opportunities
0: to, to do that and to thrive as a people. Wow. I, You know, this auntie here, I just want to say thank you so much, and I'm so proud of all the accomplishments that you have made so far. And, you know, I really believe that any of our Native Hawaiians... Um, Just when just having to leave home takes a lot of bravery. You know, just like those original navigators, um, they were very brave to go and seek out new worlds, just like you're doing. And I'm so proud of you. So awesome job. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Um, I wish you and your Ohana all the best. And I can't wait till you come home to Hawai'i. <laughs> Thank you so much, Coco, for joining me and sharing with our listeners your journey. Yeah, mahalo nui for having me, Anake. Regardless where you reside, I'm convinced that the aloha spirit that lives within you will continue to represent our homeland of Hawai'i very well. Mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. And to my listeners out there, thank you too for listening. Hope you join me again when I speak to more Native Hawaiians and hear their stories on living abroad. I'm Auntie Max signing off. Aloha.